fucking Koba almost stopped smoking cigarettes. It got it got to that point. Oof. What you you? I thought you. Well, you're smoking right now. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I will make it real quick. So like we were up in New York, right? Mm. Traveling down, and our boat goes about five miles an hour just because of the type of vessel it is. Well, we can't travel in certain seas and stuff, so we got stuck off the coast of Florida for like twenty something days. Yeah. And so we had enough fucking douche flutes and fucking tobacco to last us till we got back to Fushan in Louisiana. We ended up having to stop like three other times. And we were like two weeks without everything. Then we got back to Louisiana. I'm like, we're going to get cigarettes again. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing, huh? Dude, it went like, remember as a kid, you smoke your cigarette and then like, no matter what kind of cigarette it was, you'd get that fucking nicotine head high rush of fucking doom. Yes. It was back to that, man. It was Oof. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So yeah, but uh now now, you know, I only smoke when I drink, which is every day, so <laughs> <laughs> Well you can't drink on the boat though, so no, it ain't no, every no, day. No. no. Um No, I don't I don't smoke cigarettes that much. Mostly just like a like a what is it? Like a Hand to mouth uh, complex or whatever, having something, no, you know, no homo, but you're 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 throwing. You're gonna make, I, I need it's a, a cigarette a, now. A fixation, uh, hand to mouth fixation. Sure, sure. And and you know, whenever I used to go to counseling for you know uh, being, you know, a, a dipshit, they'd ask me what's my drug of choice, and I always said fucking beer and tobacco because it goes hand in hand to do so but they're like that's not the reason why you're here i'm like no but (laughs) you want me to talk about real life problems Uh these are real life problems not the reason why i'm here it was just for like dime bags (laughs) so (laughs) come on man man you come on the soap rock right now anyway from cigarettes to dime bags all we have out there on the boat is like to just talk about like what can we do to better ourselves and then we get back to land and it was like okay I really just need to focus on this and focus on me, focus on the family. Because out there, man, it's just, it's like prison, but you make a lot of money. Yeah. And you eat decently. And, yeah, you can have ice cream for, you know, every meal if you choose. But it's a a different way of life, man. It's good to be back. I'm about to leave again. But it won't be for three months, so. Woo-woo. Yeah, well, that's that's great. it's nice to have you back on the mic too. Hey. The listeners will thoroughly enjoy hearing your lovely voice again. Welcome back to Third Coast Podcast, man. I'm a a partial host, I guess I could say <laughs> now. Uh, sitting here with uh, the one and only Gator. What it do, Gators? And uh, we have a guest today uh, who's from who's from uh, the, you're from here, right? From the Dale, baby. From the Dale. So uh, another another local. Uh, hopefully he's a, a better human than we are. Uh, Chris, what's your last name, Chris? Laird. Chris. Oh, I know who you yeah. are now, motherfucking <laughs> dude. We work together. Hell yeah, man. What did we work at? We worked at McDonald's together. And, Probably. And buddies. Didn't he work at buddies? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I just. I, I don't think I've ever seen you with a fucking beard. That was yeah. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. It was frowned upon. We're all. We're all like you know. 
gentrified men now, you know? Joe looks like a fucking Sasquatch. Like, hey, thank you, thank your you. Your fucking beard six. is hellacious, dude. dude <laughs> it's, it's six and a half inches long right now. Hey. hey that's the first time you've ever been able to say that, right? <laughs> the first, first and only time. My bad, my bad, dude. No, no, I mean, the truth is true. Because, like, whenever Joe <laughs> told me, like, yeah, uh, Chris, he went to school with us, like, man, I don't remember no fucking, only Chris I remember is, like, Perkins and shit. But, no, I remember I remember you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my bad, bro. Nah, brother, it's, it's all good, man. <laughs> it's, it's all good, baby. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So, uh. It's only been forever, so it's cool. Like, like 17 years maybe something it's something like no that. 17 no, it's been years a while. it's been a while for sure what you gra- what, what did you old- graduate oh no we oh, was in our class hey, right? yeah. yeah what the fuck so you're all you're like inscribed on the the, the class mug probably yeah <laughs> don't you have one of those here somewhere no that i think that's at my dad's house i, I mean they have probably haven't got my government name on there oh, oh. <laughs> you know oh. so what's the name you go by nowadays I go by Chris, like every, everywhere. I mean, most of the time at work, though, they call me Shelton, but, you know. Well, is that your name? First name, yeah. Oh, really? Well, that's very, oh, uh, very I didn't. I like that. It's very proper. Great-grandpa. I was about to say, that's very Great proper. Grandpa. Yeah, I was going to say, that's very white of you, but, you know, it's a very <laughs> white name. Sheldon. Only people I know Sheldon are super white. Seth's, uh, Seth's Hatfield's dad's name is Sheldon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Sheldon. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Mr. Sheldon. He's a shit. Uh, make sure y'all go to, if y'all are in Oakdale, check out Cafe on 10th. Ain't well, that what it's called? Cafe yep. on 10th yeah. and he yep. runs? Yeah. Good go ass fucking food. Yeah. Ass fucking food. All right. I will. Uh, yeah. It's been a while, dude. I got <laughs> You got to get it out. You got to <laughs> get it on the get mic. Get it out, man. Get it out, brother. Well, we started a swear jar, apparently. So like it's so hard for me not to say fuck because it's like the it's like the one word that you can universally use for you know all of English facts and so You're struggling hey I got the source in the house you can borrow for other words it's you not can... the same dude fuck fuck <laughs> fuck you can you can use it like you can say it with emphasis you can say it like you know a thousand different ways and it has you know. Total different meanings, double meanings, innuendo, direct. It's an exclamatory, a noun, a verb, adjective. Fucking, it's a, it's it's like the best universal word. But why is it so bad? It's just a word. It's it's bad because of like the intentions. Yeah. yeah. So, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm glad you're expanding your vocabulary, though. Well, also, I told her if she makes it official of a swear jar that I was going to use that to bring Lydia to fucking uh, Disney World. So I guess I am benefiting from it by saying uh, fuck uh, all the time yeah, because yeah. it is my money anyway. So Hey, it's an, uh, what you call an alternate route to saving money. Yeah, so that's yeah. not a Absolutely. bad idea. Yeah, dude, fuck Absolutely. it, man. You know, it is what it is. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive right right up in into it. So... You go by KC Riddle. KC Riddle, Big Daddy Juggalo, the psychopathic assassin. Man. So how long have you been wrestling for? Um, I got into it, into the business kind of around um, 2014, 2013, somewhere in there. Um, bugging the rocket, Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely know who Chris Paul is. Who the fuck, who the fuck is Chris Paul? Uh, he goes by the Rocket. The but, Rocket. Uh, 
I am the rocket. <laughs> if you if if you knew if you, you know you know you know definitely I don't know so we'll we'll get to that oh, uh, later. Time. That's gonna make a great clip. Oh, <laughs> oh, bro, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, he used to have these little shows in Mamu all the time, and like I would always try to scrounge up a couple of friends or just say fuck it, go by myself, you know. Um, they did come to Oakdale one time back in the day in the gym. No, it was before that. Before the parade? Yes, I was at one. I was at the first because like I was the first few parades doing that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And I was like, "This is fucking dope," but I don't think anybody else thinks it's dope because I was sitting there like, "This is fucking awesome." Man. <laughs> I mean, like that was like I guess you could call that that was my like official quote unquote Louisiana debut as. Casey Riddle. Um, that was like 10 years ago, dude. I was just in like some Adidas pants and like a ICP uh, Riddle Box shirt. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, That was a little while after that. That was probably 2015. No, that might have been 2014. So I might have, it was 2013. Then I, I started bugging him. And um, we went to one of the shows in my movie at the old skating rink there. And, um, uh, he had kind of like a mini training thing, like me and another handful of guys from here. But uh, I was the only one, I guess, about it. Because <laughs> um, it hurts, bro. It hurts. Well, yeah, it's, it's fucking acrobats. and <laughs> it's You're a stuntman. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're on live, stuntman, one take. Got to get it. But is there is it like choreography-based? Um, or can you tell from who you're in the ring with by like their moves to how to set up for it. Well, like a lot, it's a lot of uh, like, you know, communication in the back. What do you do? What are you do good at? You know, this, this, that, and that. Um, but like the basics, they teach you how to, to fall bump without, you know, knocking yourself out. Um, it still doesn't hurt unless, I mean, there is padding, <laughs> but like, bro, like when you just throw yourself down, yeah, like that, you don't feel any padding. You just oh yeah, you know. Um, but he hooked me up with some guys out of uh, down by Abbeville. Um, Flip the Wolfman Jackson, my bro. That's like my uncle in wrestling, and uh, a guy who he became like one of my best friends in the world. You know, inside outside of wrestling, Ashton Spears. Um, he kind of threw me off on them because he didn't know how to train anybody really. So. uh he was having a little thing at uh, at his house when he's he still lived here uh, for one of his kids, and they brought the ring and everything. And I'm like, dude, dude, you got you, you got to help me get in. You got to help me get in, dog. Because I mean, that's like it's been my that's all I've wanted to do in life. You know what I mean? Just like yay big. Mm-hmm. Like if anybody asks me what I do, oh, I want to be a pro wrestler. Easy. <laughs> um, he put me up with those guys. Uh, I went down there. Um, me and a buddy of mine who was staying at home at the time. So, like, I had shot down to Homa, picked up my buddy, and came back up here just to do this little training, whatever you want to call it, with these guys. Um, funny story about uh, how we met Ashton, like, when our first encounters, like, dude's like, uh, hey, man, you got a cigarette? Yeah, bro. Uh, in the truck. Buddy tells him, oh, take, take whatever you need. 
Cool. Ends up taking like I want to say he took like either half the pack or like all but like I know he took like all but three. But he needed them though. Yeah, he needed them. <laughs> he, he totally needed them, brother. <laughs> um, um, I got hooked up with them, man, uh, and went down there around like so that would have been yeah that was 2013, um, 2013 uh, around Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day actually. Like didn't have nothing going on. So like I, that's how I spent my Thanksgiving. Uh, in the dude's backyard with his old boxing ring, bro, and like, with God, the, with the, like the padded turnbuckles and shit. Nah, it they they didn't have that. They had like the actual, you know, the regular turnbuckles, but like in a wrestling ring, you have like a board about EA big all the way down. Do, 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 do. Okay, okay. In a boxing ring, you have thinner boards. Hmm. They're so like they're so small to like if there's more like the way we did it was two of us, two or three of us I want to say, and when you hit, if you didn't hit first, that board would come back and slap you in the back of the head. Oh shit! <laughs> oh okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's because uh, the different si- <clears throat> the different kinds of rings are designed for different types of fighting. Because yeah. when you're boxing, you're on your feet. Yeah, you're, you're on your feet. So the the different spacing in the boards, I could see it because the boards have more give. So you're in the boxing ring when you have all that weight hit in this thinner boards. It's more flexible than if you had the right. Talk about the boards, boards beneath. Yes. Or? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I can still had some padding, but like I said, it was it would still it pop you in the back of the head yeah. <laughs> if you weren't the first the first man down. Um, and even like you know that split second of just boom boom. Um, went down there and got hooked up with them, um, and man, it's it's been a while. it's been a trip ever since, bro. Like, uh, ended up getting with Ashton, uh, and uh, ended up just tagging along, training, uh, going to Mississippi every weekend, um, up kind of in the middle ish McGee, Mississippi. Never Probably heard. never heard of I it. Say, nah, I never heard of it. <laughs> um, they had a. Uh, a company there running every weekend, bro. So we took advantage of it, and, like, we got to do that every weekend. And uh, then eventually, because of his connections, uh, we would go there on Saturday and Sunday. We would come back, and we would go to Lafayette to – I'm going to throw a name. I don't know if you guys remember or not. Uh, some of the viewers may from back in the day in WWE, ECW, mm-hmm. was Jazz. Yeah. The baddest bitch. Yeah. Jazz. It was her and Rodney Mack. It was her husband when they lived in Lafayette. And we would, they had a ring in their yard and we would just go work out, you know. It would be us and like uh, another guy from the circuit down there, you know, that they all knew him. So it was all cool. We would go work out over there. Um, we actually, uh, Jazz got, came out one day and uh, and kind of worked with us one day just out of the blue. It was really fucking cool. Um, we got from her, and this is, I always keep this as like my badge of honor. So in wrestling you do, it's called a slap drill when you're training. And what it is is like, you know, because you're not supposed to actually hit. Right. But you're not supposed to like, guy get like right there. It's, you know. So they would slap you, and you're not supposed to sell it, react. You're just supposed to. 
just buy you know, it. just yeah. take it. Yeah. And she smacked the shit out of us. <laughs> but it was only me and the the other guy I was with that was like my friend that were with Ashton because she knew him. That was really fucking cool. Um, then, you know, every weekend doing that, eventually kind of got a, uh, in with another one of the companies that was kind of branched off it, from one of the guys that worked in Mississippi there. Um, that was Battle Zone Championship Wrestling. And the, the second company was, at the time, it was Elite Pro Wrestling, I believe. I think I've heard of that one. That one was... I think another one you're thinking of, I think, from Louisiana. Yeah. It was uh I wanna say elite championship or something like that out of Homa. Because the one the one that you're on the flyer for that you sent us, that's out of Plaquemine. And Plaquemine, mm-hmm. they've had a good bit of stuff. And so has, yes. yeah, like Homa and stuff. It's like South stuff. Yeah, bro. Like up here there was nothing, man. Yeah. Like Well, up here is just uh your <laughs> yeah, that's it's just, just typical around here. Yeah, well it's you say typical, there's there's not even as much as like there's not as many like martial art gyms as there used mm-hmm, to be, but mm-hmm. there are there are like training gyms for mixed martial arts now. But uh, I remember like every town used to have like taekwondo and yeah, like, every, like, they'd have the little karate dojo, yeah, you know, yeah, set man. up. Like uh, I remember going to Dorito all the time. That one yeah. random little right, right there by yeah. the, the the train tracks. Yes, yeah, right yeah. there's random boop. Yep. Okay. Yeah. For those wondering, that building is still up for lease if you need a building. <laughs> if you need a building. <laughs> um, but this was, I forget what, what the town was. It was another small little town around kind of southern Mississippi, more close to the coast. Um, got in there, man, and that's when I actually started got, getting to, to wrestle more, you know, because, like, when you first start, your first, like, at least year, just experience. You'll set up rings, work security, tear down rings. So you're like apprenticing. Yes. Pay your dues, you know. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I remember times where it was just me and the one other guy setting the ring up. Yeah. And, like, we got to where, like, we would carry, like, two, three boards at a time, throw them, you know, one-on-one and one-on-the-other, and let's go. Um, and then now I've seen, <clears throat> you know, whole ring crews set up a where were y'all at, guy? So, like, how long does it take to set up a ring? Um, it depends on manpower. Manpower, most definitely. Um, and you know, getting to know where everything is on it. Got you. Okay. Yeah, you bring in your metal supports, your sides, and your post, and you get that set up. You come with your boards, padding, and then your canvas, and then you have to go under it. With they have they'll have like chains from each turnbuckle under it, kind of connecting in the middle on like coming alongs, and like you have to kind of adjust that, and then you can tighten your ropes. Hmm. Um, but usually, if you know what you're doing, like an hour, two hours, maybe. That's for you and the other guy. That took me out and that? the other guy. We would get it to like we could get it done. We could get it set up in an hour and everything but the chains ready to go. Where does that? Where you have to get under the actual ring. Oh, okay, it. okay, I got we you. We would get one of the guys, okay, y'all need to come, you know, help us with this, and we got the rest. Hell yeah, man. Um, That company changed into Southern Championship Wrestling, which the majority of my career I wrestled with. Um, we would run in what, the Kiln, Kiln, Mississippi. 
right? Like the first, when you come off of I-10 into Mississippi, like the first sets of actual exits past the, uh, what is it, like a little space center or whatever that is mm-hmm. there. What you talking about? You go right past that, and then there's Bay St. Louis one way and Kiln the other way. You're in the middle of nowhere. Um, I feel like that's how like, all of Mississippi is, dude. It's just like, it, bro, trees, like trees, and then like <clears throat> here's here's some towns, dude. Like <laughs> we wrestled, like we were we worked the show. This was before I was actually wrestling. It was it was EPW in the sleepy little community of Magnolia, Mississippi. That sounds like a nice place, <laughs> bro. With like <laughs> maybe a handful of people there. Hell yeah, dude! Just nobody there. Just okay. Um, well, let's do this. But that's—I mean—that's a lot of your indie wrestling. You know, going yeah. out to little small towns. Sometimes you you get you get a good crowd. Sometimes it's meh. But that's what it, that's what you refer to it as indie wrestling. Yes, and it's Independ- not, the independent. It's just indie it, wrestling, independent wrestling. But it's still is it like uh, like it would be like the minor leagues, like, basically. Okay, okay. I was gonna yeah. ask if it was like considered minor or amateur, but it, minor leagues. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so with doing this, is there like a potential to be recognized for? Cause like I, I don't we don't know shit about any of this, right? So like we grew yeah. up with like WCW, WWF, right, right. Yeah. and uh, what was what was the the really hardcore one? ECW? That was the backyard Extreme Championship Wrestling. Yeah, where they fucked they would each just they, they would go stupid. No, dude. it was like they had no rules. Yeah, yeah, but it was fucking great, man. Well, what 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 that uh? What about the backyard wrestling shit? Remember that? I remember, yeah, that was that. Like I that was, was growing up around shit. it. That was real outlaw shit. Yeah. Um, there's some guys that came out of that that I've met over the years, and even though it's like kind of the same, but it's not. Like those would be like those are frowned. You know, the backyard thing was frowned upon. Yeah, because you it's know? not like really regulated, right? Because like, yeah, you yeah. don't you don't tra- you don't get trained. You just go and do what you see on TV. You know, you know, you did what you did at home with your brothers, cousins, friends, right. whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I say that like we didn't write wrestle on the ground in our front yards in town. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I remember one of my friends. He hit, I, he had him in like an armbar or something. And like he did the. You know, he picks him up. To get, he, I don't know if he separated his. I think he separated his, his elbow, but like he fucked him. He fucked his brother up. He picks him up and, oh, oh shit! <laughs> because like with like it's there. There is like technique and finesse and like an yes. acrobatic format to it. You yes. know, you have to like you said know how to fall, know how to like you know like take take this. You know, if if this guy does this maneuver on you. It's you got to know how to take it, and he needs to know how to do it. Basically, the best example I can give of that, Undertaker doing the tombstone. Okay, yeah. He knows how to do it without dropping you on and your head. And breaking his fucking neck. And breaking your fuck Exactly. Yeah. Ah. Now, the chance is still there. It could happen. You know, he sl- his grip slips or something, and, you know, shit happens. You got one take, but, yeah. you know, after repetition, repetition, you, you, you kind of learn how to – to do those things where, and that's what it is. You're you're learning how to stunt fight, basically. Right. You know, it's like <clears throat> I've heard people say, you know, it's harder than actual fighting because actual fighting, you, you go and hit that motherfucker. But it, but you're it's 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 and wrestling. You, you it's like you're pulling your punch almost. And that's hard. You're either like a lot of guys I've seen. They'll do like a forearm and they'll catch right here. Yeah, and that's or they'll or they'll like kind of pop you right here. You know, right here in the neck. Um. Or some guys, uh, they'll it'll look like they knock you out and they never touch you. 
I'd be so fucking it's, scared. That's fucking beautiful, bro. <laughs> like, there's some guys in Mississippi, man. Like, they they can do, like, those moves, and there's just barely. So, like, with, like, the throwing the punch, like, the punch stomp, that's for, like, effect wise. That's effect, yeah. Effect, yeah. emphasis. Yeah. You know, thigh slap. I know you think about it a million times. You've seen Shawn Michaels throw that kick. Yeah. Thigh slap. Dude, I want to say what's on my mind. I just started following Diamond Dallas Page on TikTok. And it's awesome. Fuck yes. It is awesome as that shit. Dude, dude. That dude is low-key wrestling Jesus. I'm yeah, just saying. Hey, no, he's that was that was He has saved and not just wrestling, he saved other people's lives just with oh, his yeah. his workout routines and stuff. Man, like <clears throat> like uh what's the guy? Um he was a bad he was I wanna say he was a paratrooper and he couldn't walk. No shit. And like by the end of it, like and that that's like one of the videos they show over time, you know, like doing the system work, he can run. That's awesome. He just took off. Well, see, like the video, the video that got me to like follow him, he was working with Butterbean because mm. Butter, Butterbean's in, in in some rough shape. Yes, you know? he was. And uh, it's he's just working with them as like a physical like physical therapy type stuff, and it's it's awesome to see these guys with like the the Godfathers we grew up with because like yeah. uh, I remember I remember like buying the stuff. In like early two thousands, like pay per view, WWF Raw, like you had to. It was like seventy dollars, and so you'd get the whole fucking family, all the cousins, right? And yeah. sit here and watch Barbecue this shit. And yeah, hell yeah. That was. Do y'all remember the shirts that used to have the electronic button that would light up the WWF and shit? Did y'all ever see those? No, I had a couple of those. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> they I'm... had a button down here at the <clears> bottom, <throat> and it, it would like it would light up. It, it would have. Uh, I, I don't know. I was a I was a big fan of Sting back in the day. Hell yeah, that all time favorite. I was a, a big fan of Kane just because Hell he looked yeah. metal as fuck. Like and of course like Undertaker. But I think one of my favorites was fucking Rey Mysterio because he was a performer. Absolutely. He he was an acrobatic like anomaly because like you, you know, he was just everything he did was just like just clean and like fast and pristine and stuff. And I'm like. It look, you know, it, it it puts on the show. It, mm-hmm. it puts on like the illusion. I'm like, because like, what do we hear from everybody else who didn't watch wrestling? Oh, it's fake. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> it's fucking fake. But it is a performance. You know, it is an acrobatic acting performance, and that's why people love it. Because, yeah, anything can happen. Right. Anybody can get fucked up. And right. we saw, uh, mankind get fucked up. Yeah, legit, bro. For years, years. Dude. And look at look at Hulk Hogan. He's Stunted his height from simplest fuck- fucking yeah. move in the world. Sit- jumping, landing on landing on his fucking tailbone. Stunted yep. his fucking height, dude. Over so many years of doing it and shit, like it takes a toll on you physically. So like you know, with the with the like you said, like the the practice and and the you have to learn how to literally roll with the punches in order to save some of yourself, you know, you're going to get hurt, you know. Oh, absolutely. You chose this. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 you know, it's a little something wrong with us, you know what I mean? <laughs> we like to dress in spandex and tight clothes and play with other men, you know. No, but. Hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as football, right? Hey. Hey, there it is. There it is. <laughs> so I, I got uh, a good question for you. Um What's some of your favorite moves to do inside the uh, inside of the ring? Some of mine, oh man, uh, I mean, and I don't do anything too complicated. Like I do big man shit, you know. 
put a motherfucker in a corner and run from one to the other and just, ah, you know, slam into him. Seems fucking terrifying. But but you're matched up with, like, whoever, whatever size. Yeah, yeah, whoever. Whoever the promoter seems fit, deems fit for you to, you know, to work with or whatever. Who decides who wins? Well, like, back in the day, they would have been called, like, the booker. And this this is the guy who sits down, he puts, he he puts the matches together, he puts the storylines together. Okay. And he matches people up like, like, okay, I wrestled a small guy my last match I wrestled. Okay. And a Plaquemine, small guy. Um, But it's simple, you know, you do the whole David and Goliath story. Mm -hmm. Um, I've wrestled big guys. Are y'all still, do monologues? Uh, Like the promos and stuff? No, like, uh, like, let's, because like. Was for our listeners and for our knowledge and stuff. So when you watch it on television and stuff, mm-hmm. they there's a, like the, the talk, the banter, the shit talk and stuff. Oh, like absolutely! You 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 do that during the whole time during the match. You know, get the crowd into it. Right, right. You know, um, I got a good a good story with, with that. Okay. Um, if you remember uh, from early two thousand, mid two thousands, guy named Heinrich from WWE. He tag teamed with. Uh, Road Warrior Animal for a while. Yeah, okay. Animal, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you're talking yeah. about the now. guy. He he come out like he would have red trunks, the red MMA ish gloves. Oh yeah, yeah. He yep, he did the bad. thing wow. where, yeah. like, he had Michael, Michael Cole pinned up against the wall, reading the poem to him, like, real creepy. He did a an angle with the Undertaker with the casket match where he was afraid of the casket. But uh, I got to work with him uh, in Battlezone in a tag match. That's fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, the, I'm, I got him in the corner. Oh, it was a street fight. I have him on the outside, and I have a hockey stick or something. And I'm, I'm going to finish what The Undertaker started. <laughs> Come <You> on. Know? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but check this out. Check this out, though. That's brother, cool. brother. Brother That's is cool brother is cool as fucking ice if he likes you, but like he he played it he played football back in the day so he he's got the CTE shit it's that's real by the way folks I imagine and he's kind of he's kind of thrown off but but God we love him man and like he was cool as shit but uh I get left alone with this guy in the in the fucking ring my buddy goes backstage he's got a fucking piss I don't know he leaves. I'm out there. I'm gonna fucking finish what the Undertaker started. You piece of shit. And he's like, "Yeah, kid, yeah." You know, talking to, just to me. I'm like, "Oh, fuck you! Yeah, I'm doing great." Oh, <laughs> but uh, like, I've seen him flip out on a, on a guy he didn't like just for pissing him off. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm glad he likes us. Hell yeah. Where where was that at? That was in uh, Raleigh, Mississippi. Um, if you've ever watched Robin Big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember the episode where he goes back to where Big's from, and they go to the rodeo. Uh, yeah. Oh, to ro- yeah. Now yeah. the building that was in is behind the building we were wrestling in. Oh, so the convention center is still like it's all attached. Yes, okay. it's uh, okay. it's two buildings. There's like a livestock rodeo mm-hmm. area, and then in front of it, there's like actual like inside, you know, event center or whatever. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, we did that there with Battlezone Championship Wrestling. Uh, I forget what year that was, but that was fun. Um, How do you go about getting like started doing this, brother? I had to. I bugged. I bugged. I I found somebody who I knew secondhand, offhand, whatever, that was in it. So I just started bugging him. Um, the right. <clears throat> 
correct way, you know, you would you would go and you would find a school, you know, go pay your money, get trained, and then work your way in that way. Gotcha, okay. But see, back then, they didn't have all these, like, they have more schools in Louisiana now than they did then. Like, now there's one in Alexandria Pineville that's uh, UWE or something like that. Um, there's <clears throat> one in Crowley that we uh that APW kind of partners with it. I want to say it's LWA or LAW something like that. The APW that's the one upcoming in Plaquemine, right? Yes. Okay. Action Pack Wrestling. Um and there's a couple of those, but there's like there's uh there's like, there's older older APWs that go under it's not action, it's like something it's something else, I think. I looked it up, but APW is like like a Louisiana based like the, yeah, action, there the was, action packed one. Yeah. That one was Louisiana-based. There's one I did wrestle for out of Pensacola, Florida. Okay. is I want to say it's all-pro wrestling, maybe. I think, yeah, I think that's what I'm talking that about. Is that one? <clears throat> I, uh, I wrestled there a couple times. Was tag team champions there. Um, is that uh, – you become a tag team champion, and that's done through the booker. Is that like, – like you were saying, is that from, like, uh, popularity or – Popularity, stories, um – you know, because like, how does it make you not look like an asshole for being a winner, whenever it's all that's the choreographed? Point. That's the point. Oh, okay. I'm, you know, I can go out there and cheat. No, no, no. champion, champ. I'm not a uh-huh. cheater. What are you? Ta- I'm a champion. But how do you cheat by paying someone off? By no, favoritism? I mean, <laughs> is it favoritism based or is it? No, nah, I mean, well, there is, there's a lot of, there is that, that is a thing. You know, you have the backstage politics and yeah, all that, yeah. da 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 um, You know, one guy, he'll go and he'll get, you know, real close to the promoter. Hey, man, you know, you know it would be good, brother. You know, she put me over. You know, he put the belt on me. I could, you know. And y'all get paid for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool, man. <laughs> I yeah. wish I would I mean, it doesn't pay the, like, the level, it doesn't pay the bills right it's now. Like, it's like a, yeah. it's like a hobby. You know, but it's, like being yeah, in a, it's, it's like being in a band, you know. You don't get paid fucking shit being in a band, especially around here. Right, it's, you're doing it, you're doing it because you love it. Yeah, you're doing it for you, yeah. Right. right. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, there's, there's guys that do that, and there's, there's just, you know, they'll, you know, you've paid your dues, you've been here, you know, you... <clears throat> the people react to you, so we're gonna we're we're gonna put faith in you, and we're gonna put the championship on you. Hell yeah! And and that's really what it is, you know. The title means that they trust you to to carry the you know you're carrying part of the company. You know when you're the big champion, you're carrying the company, quote unquote. Um, but they're putting faith in you, you know. But did they give the title to a douchebag? Oh yeah, they'll give the yeah <laughs> like, like 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 across the board. Nobody likes him or her, bro. A lot of the like this is a this is good a, guys are some of the just biggest <laughs> pieces of fucking shit in real life that you've ever met. Hell yeah, dude. like the the bad the bad guy piece of shit motherfuckers are just dude. Those are just some of the best fuck like yeah. But like, it's, about, it's like like back in high school, bro. We were the outcasts, right? Yes, most definitely. We were some of the coolest motherfuckers, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Ashton Spears was like like. He was. I'm the bastard son of the bastard son of Louisiana wrestling. You know. Hell yeah, dude. You know they hated that guy for real, just for different shit. You know, but like, I, I got to know him. Dude, that's my fucking brother, man. You right, know. Right. 
you know the old quote. I learned a lot of shit from just fucked up motherfuckers. You know, yeah, that's that's where we're from. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's who actually that's who we were and are currently. So. <laughs> but but it's like an underdog aspect, right? Yeah, like, like for for you to like just embody that idea. I'm like, hey, fuck, you know, like look at me, look what I'm doing. Deep down, we're still all pieces of shit here, right? Yeah. And to us, I say pieces of shit, but we still got morals, you know, you know what I'm saying? But, like... I feel like I hold myself to a good standard. Oh, yeah, no, you're a way right. better person than I am. <laughs> 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 but that's, that's really cool, man. I mean, but, it, you know, because you got, you got good, like, you know, you got good people, bad people. Yeah, but that's what I was asking you know, about. Come, the, they come from all walks of life, man. Like the favoritism aspect of it. So if you have somebody in y'all's like, what, what do y'all call it? Like the how it used to be a federation for like that federation promotion. Oh, okay, so same. Like, within you have like thirty people in the mm-hmm. same promotion, right? Right. And then there's like fucking this dude Clark, who goes by the crippled demon, mm-hmm. and he's just like he's not a good dude. Like he's a fucking he's an addict. He's a gambler. He fucking hits women. He still gets. To, he can still get the title. I mean, yeah, essentially. <laughs> well, I mean, because you're putting on a different persona when you go in the ring. Right, right, right. I mean, there's a line, you know. But <laughs> okay. It's like okay. I'm like, can just anybody get the title? Like, yeah. Well, I 85%. mean, five <laughs> percent. Most of the time, if they've put the title on you, you've put in some kind of work, right. some way. You've, you know, you've and been recognized. You've been with that company for so long that they know. Okay, he's. He's all right. Is know? that uh, like where the building the ring and learning how to set up right. comes in effect too with inside the company? Right. You know, um, you know, that's especially early on, you know, setting up the rings, tearing down the rings, working security, helping clean up after shows, you know. I mean, and there are guys who still do that, you know, that are top dogs. Like Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, Rock and Roll Express, right, from back in the day. Ricky and Robert were still put, helping put out chairs when they came down here for a couple of shows. They don't have to. You know, Charles Robinson, <clears throat> one of the old, like, he's been, he was in W, Lil Nates from WCW back in the day, the ref. He still, you know, he helps put up the rings, tear down the rings. You know, it's all a, it's a respect thing, and you know. Camar- uh, camaraderie. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's the not, brotherhood. It's not, it's not beneath them to, to help out. Absolutely, stuff. absolutely. <laughs> And that, you know, that shows, hey, man, that brother's in the Hall of Fame. He's been to the top. That's awesome. You know, he's still he's still a humble dude. He still helps out, you know. And that's that's what you try to do mm-hmm. for the most part. They have guys, you know, they're just, oh, fuck it, I'm out, you know. Especially, like, when I was training coming up, you, you, I'd, you'd notice it more. Like, well, this, this motherfucker has only been in the business, like, a year or two longer than me. What the, what the fuck's he, come? you know, but whatever, you know. <clears throat> um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's all walks of life though. Like, but like, as far as like getting the title put on you, that's, you know, heart, your work, dedication, helping promote shows. But how does that come about? Like, Hey man, this time we're going to give it to you. Is it like a privilege? I know it's a privilege. Yeah, but absolutely. Like, it's a privilege. But, like, but is it like discussed at the beginning of the bout? Like, like, Hey man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Like most of the time, like they'll come tell us, all right, this person's winning and we want you to clean. That's middle of the ring, pin one, two, three. Or, you know, he'll cheat, but he's going to win. 
What is cheating? You, you said that well ago. You, how do, how you, know, do you cheat in something? You cheat, bro. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like the, the ref, you know, you, you the poke the guy thing. in the eyes, you know, hold the tights when you roll him up. You put your feet on the ropes for extra but, leverage for the pin. But is this, okay, so. It's kind of like. Is it, is, it, is it cheating or is it like deliberate, like I'm trying to fuck this dude over? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. You're, you're within the, the, the restraints of you're the villain you know, because you're you're because like you're essentially fighting your friends. Yeah, for the most part. Now that they do have the times where like you know shit gets real. Yeah, say people, and people, it's people, not pe- people's feelings get hurt. You yeah, know people's feelings get exactly, bro. <laughs> it, it it happens. That's it's uh, it's called a shoot. Then okay, and that's when it's real, bro. And like they'll some like they'll go out there like they'll may have an outside problem, and sometimes they go and it it makes it to the ring. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes they're they're. They're man enough to be like, hey, dude, like, what, what the fuck? Outside and, like, talk or fight or what the fuck ever. Sometimes it's, hey, bitch, remember? remember? Because, you know? <laughs> all right, because you said you guys aren't, like, you guys aren't, it's not choreographed. You're not like, all right, I'm going to do this move, you're going to do that move, I'm doing this move, you're doing that move, and we're going to, you know. It get, can be for the most part, like, but. As, like, you know, I can see that <coughs> as, like, a, like a, you know, if you're first starting out amateur, like, all right, we're going to try to, like, dance this out together. Right, right, and that's what it's supposed to be a but, dance, you know. But for the most part, you don't, if like, say, like, someone who's been in the business for a while, and you're challenging somebody you're not really too familiar with, because are you challenging people within the same company? Or is there people from other companies coming to y'all? I mean, some some companies share a lot of the same guys. Some some guys don't. Some guys won't go here, but they'll go here. I mean, it just depends. Like, you know, who's who's showing up, who they who they've got booked for the card, or et cetera. You know. So when it comes to the shoot, <clears throat> like you said, a shoot, mm-hmm. that's like you know. All bets are off, brother. Like, we're, we're, we're fighting. We're about to fucking fight. But, we're fighting, but within the realm. Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes it'll be within the realm. It'll just be a little stiff Mm -hmm. as they call it. Like, you know, God may catch me. He may, you know, catch you with like one or two, like, all right, motherfucker. But, and I mean, it just depends on, on the guy and the severity of whatever the situation is. And some guys are totally professional, you know, some guys, they don't, it didn't, it didn't get to that point. Right. There's like no ego in it. Oh, there's ego, brother. Oh, there's ego, brother. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I mean, but that's like anything, brother. Like yeah. you, at your regular job, everyday job, there's guys with egos walking around. You know, but, but as like as a performer, you know, there's like a like I'm trying to I'm trying to like trying to say what I'm what I'm thinking. Like, all right, so what am I trying to say? Like, if when it comes to something like that with ego involved and mm-hmm. the shoot aspect and I'm trying to size you up and there's that, that line y'all can't cross without actually physically fucking fighting, mm-hmm. you know, like how normal is that? Is that, is that something you like, can I that mean, just happen within? It can happen, but most of the time it's, I it's, it's okay. kind of, it's pretty rare unless like, you know, the, unless you know the guys like have an outside problem or have had an outside problem most of the time. It- well, I say like then how can yeah I understand how that could be a a, a it can, it can become a bad performance. How can you perform with someone that there's anger involved? You see what I'm saying? Like how can how can how can you like do maneuvers without trying to literally hurt somebody? <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm I mean, sometimes it happens, man. Sometimes, I mean. 
even if it'll be like something small. But because you know, y'all y'all sign waivers. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, when we go in with the understanding of hey. This is what you signed up for. And you better have fucking health insurance, Bob. Right. There's no there's no union and none of that shit. Yeah, Especially yeah. at this level. Even at the big leagues, I mean, you gotta have your own insurance and yeah, shit. Yeah, shit yeah. happens. I was just gonna ask on the harder side, like with ECW and stuff, have you ever been thrown through a table yet? Absolutely. And I <laughs> loved have to, it. So I've that, been through I've been through a normal table and I've been through a Bob Wire flaming board. Like real Bob Wire? Yes. Why? <laughs> I was that was we had it was all uh, it was But why, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was just the crescendo of the rivalry, you okay. know. That that was you know, that's how we that was the big the big the big thing we did at the end, you know, we had the big Bob Wire match. But but everybody was in on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you just I can't pull out oh, hey dude, we got <clears throat> we got a table with Bob Wire, we're gonna pull out right at the end they don't know about I'm like the fuck? <laughs> I mean, for the for the most part, you know, you kind of hey, we're, we may we're gonna try to use this, this, this. You know, you're playing your your quote unquote big spots out. Okay. Like <clears throat> the Bob wire flaming board was that was the ending. That was that that we know going into it. Okay, when we get to this point, that that's that's the end. You know, so when that happens, you go through it. And one, two, three. You know, that's it. Um, but I mean. <clears throat> like it was a tag match, and like it was just an injury happened, man. Uh, I wasn't even supposed to go through it, so we were having a match. Go through the table? Yes. Oh, my partner, my tag partner was gonna gonna be the guy to go through it, and something happened with a. They had a ladder, and the guy kind of threw it, and he, I guess he didn't see it, and like when he came up, normally you would you know kind of protect yourself a little bit. Brother came up and just had his head like, huh? <laughs> is this like a aluminum or is it a fiberglass ladder? Was it a real ladder? Yes, this was a real ladder. <laughs> no, I didn't. He said <coughs> a aluminum. hockey stick while ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Like, beat a dude with a hockey stick. <laughs> I've had hockey sticks, kendo sticks, thumbtacks, barbed wire. Thumbtacks? Yeah. Those those were that was those were not as bad as I thought they would be. I always like because like okay back in the day you had the cage match mm-hmm. with fucking mankind. Mankind was like the dude of literally fucking himself up and bleeding. Oh yeah, bro. And there was so there was, a lot of times it was like, <coughs> fucking thumbtacks like that can't be no that shit was fucking that, real. Yeah, bro, it's it, it's fucking real, man. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, oh uh, man, like, yeah, I had a couple sticking in me. I had some, I've, I found like months and months later, and like my boots and stuff in the bottom. I'm like, what the? Oh shit, that's right. Fuck. <clears throat> but like, it's, is it, it's improv. Yeah, for the most part. It's a lot of improv. Like, some of, like, there's a lot of different ways guys set up matches. Like you were talking about choreographed. There's some guys who will sit down. And they will choreograph their entire match from start to finish backstage. Like one of the greatest old school matches of all time, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Macho Man Randy Savage, right? WrestleMania. WrestleMania 3. Him, Macho was so like OCD or whatever you want to call it. Like him, he said they made they every step and they memorized it. I forget how many steps it was, but like they sat down and memorized every little thing. And there's some guys that they they do that, 
And there's some guys that's more of an old school way. Okay, this is how we're starting. Mm-hmm. This is going to be – this is a big moment here. This is another big moment, and then this is the, the ending. And then the in-between will fill in as we go and how the crowd is reacting. I feel like the loser has to, like, sell it more than the winner. Oh, absolutely. Is that is that right? Like yeah. Are you saying yeah. that? <clears throat> like, because you go, you go in telling the story, you know, the bad guy, good guy. You know, you come in, the bad guy's – Finger in the eye, something takes advantage of it. Okay, oh, uh huh. I got him now. I got him where I want him. You know. Yeah. Then you tell the story of the good guy coming back, coming back, coming back. The crowd's getting behind him. Oh, let's go, let's go. And then the bad guy does something that fucks him over. Nah, motherfucker, I got you. And then you build back up, and then boom. Oh my god, he won. Or, oh my god, what you bet? You know, the the bad guy will do something dastardly. You know. Quote, you know, within the realms, you know, <clears throat> just to get the people, oh, you son of a bitch, he had you, he had you, you know. But, yeah. Um, you know, it's a lot of times it gets equated to, to jerking it, you know. Okay. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get it hard, you get going. You don't okay. want to blow your nut too fast. Ah, oh, you got to pace yourself. You got to pace yourself. But what about the uh, what about flogging the dolphin beforehand? <laughs> you know, that way you have a longer resistance time. <laughs> Is there a metaphor in there for that? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> And make sure to check out Third Coast Podcast on 5000Ws.ThirdCoastPodcast.com on all major streaming platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And we are live in effect with KC Riddle. KC Riddle. How did how did you choose that name? Uh, that was Don't matter. a lot of brainstorming. Um, I didn't even really like when I originally started going. I originally that wasn't even my character. It sounds like a that rap wasn't name. Even my name. Yeah, it sounds like a rap name. Um, you rap, dude? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, originally, I went by Crisis. K R I S I S. It sounds like it's very fitting, and also it sounds like a metal band. I did. Uh, you know, they call it a dark character in the vein of Undertaker, Kane. Who was the guy with the with the the one strap, the big guy, Big Show, that or big Andre, Andre the Giant originally no, 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 before Andre him. was the original, but yes, no, I'm talking about the big, big Show. Show. He was yeah. just the, the biggest fucking like, yeah. Big guys were Kane, Undertaker, the Big Show growing mm-hmm. up, and growing then, up back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, kind of along with that dark character vein, Sting from the Crow fucking, era. That was a shit. You man. know, that um, was fucking so cool. To and me, then a, along come a guy like right as we're in the planning of, of the planning stages. I'm like, I'm on. We're gonna debut and we're gonna do all the of Bray Wyatt from WWE. The, he had this this original character of. Remember back in the day, the movie Cape Fear, right? Yeah. The guy Robert De Niro played. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like that. Now they they tried to do that before, with a guy called uh, Waylon Mercy, but it didn't really pick up. But <clears throat> I don't Bray the 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 guy Wyndham Rotunda, who's gone on now. Um, he played this cult leader man, and it just was so fucking cool, you know. Like he he had these two guys with him, one with the sheep mask and everything, and he'd get the crowd to sing. He's got the whole world. 
in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was fucking great, bro. <clears throat> and, like, you know, we stole some, I stole some of that shit, but, like, for the most part, the Crisis character. <laughs> hey, Jake the Snake Roberts had one of my favorite fucking quotes when, you know, when it comes to stealing stuff from a, a smart man knows there's still good shit. You know, <laughs> I mean, if it if it works, it works. You know, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, originally it was in the, the veins of the in the vein of you know Undertaker Kane. You know, big, scary, spooky. I had the trench coat. I would wear my these black and white trip pants, fucking singlet. We would paint our face up and shit. Um, I did that for years and years till about what twenty. 2019-ish. How many years have you been doing this? Uh, it's been about 10 years now. No shit. 10 or 11 years. No, 11 years, I want to say, it'll be this year. So what uh, what attire do you sport now? Um, As Casey Riddle, man, uh, I mean, I have, I got a bunch of different stuff. Uh, but, like, <clears throat> when I really, I was, I really found the, the, how would you, the essence, I guess, the spirit, the base of the foundation of what I built Casey Riddle off of. We, like the character. Yeah. yeah, the character. I was still doing the crisis thing, but that was just, it was just going by the name. Um, <clears throat> Originally, in Southern Championship Wrestling, they had a faction. It was called the Mississippi Mafia. Okay. Now, what the fuck would The Undertaker look like just being in like this mafia? At, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, not now. The, you know the dark, evil. You yeah, know, yeah, the full black suit. <laughs> right, right. So I'm thinking, I'm like, man, what? And it was a uh, a guy that was with. He was signed with uh, ICP's record label, Psychopathic Records. I want to say his name was Code One Eighty Seven or something like that. But one of his monikers was a Psychopathic Assassin. I'm like, I can. I could take that and I could do something with that. <clears throat> so I just started playing more crazy then. Mm-hmm. Well, in Battle Zone Championship Wrestling, um, we they had another group. They started. And I, I love the fucking name, but everybody's fucking. I don't. Know, I wouldn't call it stealing, but using it. Everybody's having the same idea. It was G F Y. And it meant exactly what you think it means. GFY. GFY, go, go fuck go, yourself. Go, go fuck yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, the guy, guy comes up with this this group, and he recruits my buddy Ashton into it. And my buddy, the, you know, God bless him, brother. He's He's been a brother, man. Like, every time we, like, go somewhere, he's like, hey, man, can my boy come? Can my boy come? Like, even he just manages me. Can he, let my dog come, you know. So they got me in, and like, and I still wear it now. It was some uh, the black and white camo um, cargo pants. Hell yeah! And then we had like the team shirt, and that's and my boots. That's basically what I wear. You know that and some pads now. You know elbow pads, knee pads, but that's about it. Um, <clears throat> but the the Casey Riddle thing, man. I I kind of I stole a lot of stuff from the ICP thing. You know I I'm a juggalo. 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, that's my people. It is on my bucket list to go to the festival. To the fucking gathering, yes. Dude, the gathering. The, hold up, the gathering? Dude, the gathering you don't know of, about the gathering, The dude? gathering of the fucking juggalos, dude, bro. It okay, once a year. It's once a year in, uh, it's it's Ohio? in Ohio now. Ohio, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. It used to be in like the middle of nowhere in like Michigan. Um, uh, Illinois, not Michigan, excuse me. Uh, it was in Caven Rock, Illinois forever. Then they moved it to Thornville, Ohio. But it's this big, huge fucking festival. It's like a week long. And you know how like there's what? there's like the the type of love you get, the vibe you get from the fest the, uh, like from Fed Devoid here. Yeah. It's the same thing, <coughs> but it's from uh, it's uh, like Juggalo standpoint. Yes. Yeah, but it's like every. You but know, I mean, everybody. You know, everybody's welcome. They've had, yeah. you know, not just their quote unquote. You know, music style. They've had. Yeah. Um, they had twisted there. They have, twisted was part of it. Was part of them yeah. originally. Um, twisted is shit, dude. Uh, I know they had in this moment in there mm-hmm. one year. Um, they have a lot of different bands going through there. Uh, but there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, love. Yeah, absolutely. The and family a, vibe is. is and there's is a lot real, of drugs. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of love and there's a lot, a lot of, of drugs. drugs. And you see, you'll see some crazy shit. Yes, but, but like the. It's like it's it's just known if you're attending this, you're here for the same reason, and it's just yeah. like a, it's like a one love aspect, you know, like, and it's it's for the love of the music, the, for the love of the family, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the family is is the demographic of the style of music, and so there's not a lot of, you know, it's it's just like when we go here, there's no there's no beef between anybody, you know, uh-huh. it, it, there is it's just we're here for one collective reason, right? To enjoy ourselves and enjoy the reason of being here, but man, you'll see some crazy fucking oh, shit. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see fucking like. Uh, dude, you'll see probably five thousand naked chicks walking around. Oh, yeah. Ones oh, yeah. you want to look at, ones you don't want to look at. Yeah, there'll be there'll be some people saying like uh, five dollars to show your butthole and shit. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like, five dollars, five dollars, five dollars, five dollars, man. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's it's not just you know I don't. It is it is for a certain demographic of people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's it's you know. If you ain't timid, don't go. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you want to party and experience something wild and crazy, it's it's incredible. Absolutely. Apparently, it's incredible. At every everything I've seen, read, watched, whatever, it, yeah. brother, it's it's always the same. You know, but it's, it's crazy and the same, but it's fucking awesome. This yeah, man. It's, it's a it's a it's a it is a family. Absolutely, it's a family. Well, I hate to be the uh, damper on the parade, but uh, we got to. Got to close this down soon. Really? Yeah. I feel we, like we just got started. Yeah, right? we rolling. Uh, <laughs> you know, thanks to uh, Spotify taking over Anchor and the Oof. platforms. We into a uh, you you can't go over uh, an hour and 15. So uh, I want to ask Casey Riddle, uh, can you give us a little insight to your upcoming uh, event? Battle on the Bayou too, man. Um, we're going back kind of to, to where we kind of restarted, you know. Um, the Plaquemine of all places. Nah, brother, we're going further. Um, Plaquemine was it's it's a we have a building in Plaquemine we run, but this is going to be out on Bayou Pigeon, and that's uh, I forget it's a little further down, but it is it is out down on the Bayou, bro. 
Like, Pierre Part is not that far away. Really? Like, this, you're in swamp people territory down here, man. Is that, um, is that by, uh, where's that close to? Um, like La Rose? No. No, not, not that quite that far. Because you um, said Homa earlier, and La Rose is close to Homa. This is, you know, you, you kind of come off come off of the Baton Rouge Plaquemine exit, and you go down there, and you keep going south a little okay, bit. Okay, okay, I got you. <clears throat> but yeah, you're out. We're out on the bayou on this one, uh, in Bayou Pigeon, man. Uh, it's a great, it's a, it's a great building. We've been there a couple times before. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a good place, man. Um, kind of out of the way a little bit, but it it has that whole Louisiana vibe to it, man. You know, I love it. I love it. Absolutely, man. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. You be tag team wrestling down there? Um. In APW, I've been on. Uh, this is kind of my singles run. Like we went in as a uh, as a group as Bulletproof, um, myself and Ashton Spears. Um, he kind of we were kind of just doing the singles thing. Um, and my boy, he retired. You know, he decided it was time to hang him up. So it's just me left. Oh shit! Did my Ashton retired? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. So you're the only member of Bulletproof left. I it was originally three of us. Um Hannibal Jackson, God rest his soul, um Ashton Spears and myself. And I'm the only one one still trucking, but I'm still in it, man. Uh it, it may be time to take the mantle off cuz uh you know these 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 people, these fans, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of tired of pleasing them, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Try, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of doing the right thing, man. Say, is there is there a grand rival? Uh, right now, I mean, I, I gotta call him out. He is the champ. He's the big man, uh, Trucker Jones, man. Fucking Trucker. We Jones. had a we had a match on Bayou Pigeon before the last time we were down there, and uh, we didn't get a finish. We uh we got separated. We uh we kind of we 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 got after. We had a brawl, man, and the referee tried to kind of break us up, and we just kind of. Flicked him off, you know, well, pushed hey, him back. Like, hey, man, let us, let us get. Dark Coast is coming for you, Trucker Jones. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I want, hey, man, I'm coming for that title one way or another, brother. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Um, out of out of all the greats, who do you look up to the most or who is your favorite? Out of all-time favorite of all time has been Sting. No shit. From very little Hell kid yeah, surfer Sting with the blonde hair, you know. To the crow with the black and white, to the wolf pack. Wolf pack. You know? <laughs> that's, that's dope. <clears throat> Joker Sting, all, all points in between, man. That's Fuck that's yeah. always been my guy. Um, I got it, dude. That's Undertaker, I'm of course. I'm, watching, I'm, I'm going back and watching like 90s and early 2000s. Hell yes. tonight, dude. I swear to God. Undertaker, uh, I'll, another favorite as I got older, Bray Wyatt, um, even though he's gone on. Incredible character, man. I mean, like, really. He he was doing some 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 wild stuff like some real creative stuff there toward the end, but him um, Raven from old school ECW if you remember him, I remember um, him. He, he was another unique cat I, I kind of liked. It's just he was different, you know. He wasn't quite dark, but he was just different. He wasn't a clean cut, straight up bad guy. He was he was, he was different, man. You know, he's grunge, 
in the era of like rock and roll, you know. Who were the uh, who were the brothers that were super grunge? The uh, Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Boys. Yeah. Matt and Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I, I love those. I love yeah, those yeah. guys, man. Everybody loves Jeff though. Jeff yeah. was the daredevil jumping off of shit and everything, yeah. man. But they were they were part of the uh, they were part of the that because like I kind of how I I looked at it I looked at. It, them in in groups and they were part of like the good look they they had their shirts off yeah because they yeah, were like ripped yeah. as fuck you know what i'm saying like that's the pretty boys you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. hey shout this. out to mick foley for being the fat guy in the sweatpants hey, man. Mick Foley hey my bro fucking legend dude. <laughs> absolutely fucking man. legend he was like between him because everybody, everybody you could because like hulk hogan was like the wolverine right. of of like he was super, he was superman bro yeah 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 definitely like he was superman he he was the guy but mick foley was the different one yes he you can yes. say that across the fucking board he fucking you come on man the right <laughs> you can't get past that shit it's man. fucking mick foley man whether mankind do love cactus jack yeah yeah i like do love was yeah. my favorite one uh i want to do a shout out to a Booker T. Hey, shout out fucking Booker T, man. Dude, Booker T was a, was a legit, legit, dude. Like, I, absolutely. I, I was about to say, like, y'all talk, you're bringing up, like, favorite wrestlers and stuff. Booker T and Goldberg were my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine getting speared by Goldberg? You Bro. Know. <laughs> no. No. My back hurts by fucking thinking about it, dude. Because that that's a thick motherfucker, dude. Bro was like legit getting football tackling people, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was on the, the Stone Cold train. Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. Because uh, he was he was like the, the outlaw. Yeah. Hell yeah. One of the outlaws, you know. Uh, uh, I, I do. But like I said, like uh, Sting... Kane, Undertaker, and fucking Ray Mysterio, dude. Like yeah, that yeah. was a performer. They all, everybody, everybody was fantastic. Fucking Diamond Dallas, DDP, man, dude, DD, fucking. Yeah. That was dude. that was one of my favorites yeah. as a kid too. Uh, I wasn't a fan of uh, the Triple X boys or not, nothing like that. Triple, triple H, triple, triple H, H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, it, you because, hold, guy? hold on, hold you on. <laughs> It's because he was one of the shirtless guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he was one of the okay. shirtless, and I didn't like the shirtless guys just because I would never look like them <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> hey, we got we got we got ten minutes left. Uh, okay. Let's uh, tackle some words of wisdom, and uh, we won't have to end it because that's just how the time restriction works. Uh, Casey Riddle, would you like to give us some words of wisdom for the listeners and your fans out there? Oh man! <laughs> oh, you got me on the spot, bro. I mean, I'm not usually that guy. <laughs> um, it can it can be it can be, um, you know, encouragement. It can be something you live by. It could be just you know, don't fuck with bullshit. It, it could be anything, anything you think of. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a simple dude. Me, you know, whatever you're going through, bro, keep going. Don't give up. Um, Hell yeah. That's that's how we lost Hannibal. You know, he he was battling a lot of demons, and uh, he just he, he he couldn't overcome them. He he gave in. I mean, you know, it it, it was sad, bro. He was he was young. I want to say he was like mid thirties, maybe at the at the the oldest. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, there's somebody somebody. There's always somebody out there that'll listen to you, no matter what you're going through. Hundred percent. You know, some there's people who care about you. Regardless of what you think, you know, <clears throat> friends, family, there's there's somebody who gives a fuck about you. Yeah, you know? one's better than none. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. 
you know, if you're going through something, keep going, man. Keep pushing, keep grinding. You know, there there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not always a train. Damn, that's pretty good. What about you, Gator? Uh, Mine's fucked up. I'm, I'm <laughs> Mine's fucked up. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> uh, I guess my words of wisdom is uh, just keep on keeping on. Sometimes that you might think that your art that you're making, yeah, you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, you ain't making no money. Yeah. It, the haters are all out there. Yeah, you might be getting one or two views, but in art and the passion is a lot of stuff people lose, and a lot of people go Absolutely. to work, and that's it. My words of wisdom is work is one thing, but grind in your passion too because, hey, you only got one life, and if you really truly believe in something, you'll make that shit possible. Hell yeah, man. Any given chance you got an opportunity. I mean, look at me. I was just a kid from Oakdale, bro. Hey. Hey, hey, me too. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Chasing the dream, baby. Chasing the dream. That's what we're doing, man. Um, I'm going to say two things. Don't change it now. You better keep Uh going where you (laughs) were. I'm going to say two things, man. Uh, First, I'm going to give the uh, the words. Um, Yeah. don't don't really like stress about yesterday because there's always tomorrow. Absolutely, and that's where a lot of people fuck up. You know, you the shit's already happened. You can't fucking change it. The only thing you can do is do better and focus. And second of all, if we can go back in time, I'm gonna do coke with Macho Man Randy Savage. So. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Dig it>. brother, because <laughs> that seems like a hell of a fucking night or a week. I don't know. We're just gonna do a full bender, dude. <laughs> Kobe, you left another line on the table there, brother. You yeah. need to get that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fucking Fuck perfect. That's good. That's fucking perfect, dude. Well, <coughs> thank, thank you so much. We're going to do this again. Hell yes. yeah, man. I'll, yeah, this, Whenever, bro. Let yeah, me know. This, this uh, ran by too fucking quick, man. We're going to definitely have to come back to this. This has been back. a solid run, oh, yeah. too. Like, oh, yeah. We we got sh- we ran, We're running out of time. Yeah, we, we should have did an extended two-part. That's what we should have <laughs> fucking did. <laughs> There's but, always uh, there's always time though. But Chris, brother, hey man, Casey Riddler, is that it? <laughs> Casey Riddle, Casey, Casey Riddle. Riddle. And uh, could you give us um, your upcoming event one more time? Action packed wrestling rumble on the Bayou too, man. Um, March 29th, Bayou Pigeon, Louisiana. You can find that on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, what? Um, I know they are on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, Casey Real on Facebook. I'm always sharing the flyers and stuff. Um, I'm on TikTok. Same deal. What's, what's your TikTok handle? I'm going to follow you, dude. Casey Riddle underscore MPCW. Casey underscore, what is it? MPCW. MPCW. Yeah, I'm going to send you some fucked up shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you for coming through. Absolutely, man. Oh, are we done? Oh, we're about to finish. We got in. Oh, okay. Hey, shout out NPCW. (laughs) For Third Coast Podcast, I'm Joe What It Do Gators sitting here with uh, Kobath, co-host. I'm glad to be back. And KC Riddle. Whoop, whoop. And we are out. Tell your mama I miss her. Hey, tell your baby mama I'll see you later. Ooh! (laughs) I love it. I love it.